FC is ready for their upcoming match. Simply stunning stuff! And finally, their goal! My word, what a rocket! Now, let's get you up to date with Anthony Urcioli and Match Day Preview on the Forge Audio Network. It's the Forge Audio Network. I'm Anthony Urcioli. This is the uh, Match Day Preview. Forge FC, there have been a lot of them lately because the schedule's fairly condensed um, and it's working against Forge a, a bit. Coming up next for Forge, a match against Cavalry in Calgary. It'll be their fourth match in 11 days. A busy, busy stretch. Cavalry, they've had a pretty easy schedule last couple of weeks. They've played the last couple of Sundays, almost another full week off going into Saturday's match against Forge. So Forge will have to dig deep, and um, especially considering this is a club that usually bounces back after disappointing performances, um, and their performance wasn't disappointing. The result was Wednesday night at Tim Hortons Field in Hamilton, York United stole three points from Forge FC. Uh, we'll get into that. Very shortly, but here here is what we're looking at in terms of the overall table. Forge still in first place for the time being. Pacific have they've they're stuck on seven games. Uh, Forge have played eight, and Pacific they're three points back of Forge. So an opportunity to at least tie. York have charged up the standings. They're now in third place. They're three points back of Forge FC, and then Calvary right there in that fourth spot, and they are playing with a bit of urgency. Um, Bit of a uneven start to the year for them, right? A club that's usually, I mean, they've been used to winning, especially in the regular season. Uh, but they're tied with Valor right now. And in fact, they're closer to last place Ottawa. They're just three points at a last place. Um, so they're closer to Ottawa in last than they are to Forge in first. So Calvary, it's emergency. They're at home. They're playing against their rivals in Forge FC. So uh, this is not going to be one where anyone gets caught off guard or, or underestimates the, the opponent. Both clubs know exactly what they're stepping into. And you expect a playoff-like atmosphere and environment and um, not just, you know, just the environment in terms of the fans, because you know that will be the case, um, you know, in a Saturday afternoon match in Calgary, but also... You know, if you're the players, if you're the coaches, a lot of urgency there. Neither team wants to drop any points in this one. So a lot at stake here. In terms of the home and away records, perhaps something has to give. Forge, 3-0, and perfect on the road, uh, plus three goal. They haven't given up a goal on the road. They've scored three in three matches. They've given up zero. Cavalry at home, uh, just one win couple of draws, uh, but they are plus two in the goal differential area. So, uh, yeah, F- Forge with the advantage going into that. And, and one guy that Forge will have to look out for. Now, Calvary, has they've struggled this year a bit in terms of scoring. Meyer Bevin, though, has led the way for Calvary. He has three goals, one of those coming against Forge FC in the season opener. Before we kind of get to that, though, um, this is what Forge is looking at. Calvary suffered their first loss of the season against York. So while things haven't been going great, uh, Calvary just one win this year, but five draws. And their last match against York was a loss. And that was their first loss of this season. But in that match, some similarities here to Forge. Because Calvary, 
Um, they created majority of the chances. They had 67% possession. And the execution just wasn't there for Calvary, which will sound familiar to Forge fans. They had 29 touches in York's box, but just two shots on target. And um, and they came from, from, you know, those two shots on target came from distance. So it was the, the sixth time in seven matches that Calvary had been scored against. And they struggled at times to defend against York's transition, which uh, York has been, they've been good on the transition this year. And, and Forge fans kind of got a firsthand look at it at Tim Hortons Field. Calvary experienced it as well, and they had some trouble defending it, which is probably good news for Forge. And like I mentioned, Calvary haven't played since Sunday. And even before that, they hadn't played um, since the prior Sunday. So well-rested. And this match against Calvary, it'll be Forge's fourth in 11 days. This is why you have the depth you have in Forge. They, they've been preparing for stretches like this. And um, perfect time to dig deep and get into that bench, which we will get to very, very shortly. Now, these two clubs have played each other before this season. Calvary, Forge, opened the season at Tim Hortons Field, you remember. Um, and they split points. It was an exciting game. Two-all draw. Uh, Calvary, they took the lead twice. Once in each half, thanks to Bevan, as mentioned. Uh, also, Contave as well. And both times, Forge returned to level terms uh, within minutes, almost immediately responding. A lot of character. It's what you look for in a club. Jordan Hamilton scored from the spot. Um, that tied it in the second time around. Uh, Forge were able to draw even thanks to Noah Jensen uh, with just a ridiculous strike with about 15 minutes to go. So if you're looking at Calvary and the way they want to play, at least let's go back. And really what we have to go off of is because we can we can look at how teams want to attack, the, the, the way they want to bring out their tactics, their formations. But when they play against Forge, Sometimes that just all goes out the window, right? Forge is just a different beast altogether. So let's look at the last time these two clubs played and what we saw out of uh, Calvary. So first off, Joe Mason and Meyer Bevin started together just once in CPL play for Calvary last season. Uh, but then that opener against Forge, they, they played together. Both out there, Bevin as kind of that pure um, striker and then Mason dropping behind him. In possession... What Calvary did, well, they looked to play from the midfield out um, to Ali Musi, especially playing uh, as a winger in that matchup. Both wide players kind of looked to take on the opposing fullbacks to either um, beat them or draw them in and play the ball to to an uh, overlapping midfielder. So does that mean that Forge, do they go with um, Ashton Morgan in the starting lineup as a more experienced fullback? Uh, you know, we've mostly only seen Morgan off the bench in recent weeks. Is this an opportunity now and a good spot for him to enter the starting lineup knowing that Calvary is going to go at your fullbacks? Now, let's go back to last match for Forge. A lot of fans probably don't want to relive it, but we need to go over it because this is this has been the story more often than Forge would like this season. So the final score was York 2, Forge 1. However, expected goals. Now again, this is tabulated based on 
um, your high danger chances, where the shots are coming from, opportunity. Essentially, what the score should have been in an average game where maybe luck wasn't involved and things just should have gone according to where the opportunities came on the pitch. So with that, expected goals, 2.08 for Forge, 1.11 for York. So based on the expected goals, um, Forge should have had two and York probably should have had one. Ball possession, 56% in favor of Forge. And even when you go down to the dangerous attacks, I mean, 78 for Forge, uh, 24 for Calvary. Attacks altogether, 117 for Forge, 56 uh, for York. I think I said Calvary, but for York. So Forge playing on the front foot like they want to just couldn't take the opportunities when they were there. After the match, Bobby Spiriniotis talked about the fact that opportunities were there to be had and um, Forge just could not capitalize, especially early. Looking at it right now for a good 70 minutes, uh, you know, everything is uh, is pretty good for us. And I think after that, this the whole game becomes a little bit too random. Uh, a lot of transition football in that last 20 minutes. We still have some excellent chances uh, to score and put the game away, but it's, I think, something maybe we need to do a little bit earlier in the game. You know, one thing I told the guys, it's, uh, we know we're going to win a lot of games with uh, with attacking football. Uh, we also know we're going to win championships by defending. Um, so these are good early signs uh, for, for our group um, because uh, it's important. Uh, York put a lot of energy, especially in the last uh, 20, 30 minutes uh, of that game. And at this point in the season, three points in the bank are very important, especially with the schedule we have coming up. And that schedule leads Forge to Calgary this weekend. And just to, to, it is interesting because Forge, when they have had to defend this year, now a little unlucky in that match against York in the sense that that, that winning goal from, I mean, it was a ridiculous, there's nothing you could do. It was from distance. It was a perfect shot. Henry had nothing. It really had no business. You, if your opponent is going to take shots from 35 to 40 yards out, um, fantastic. You're going to give that to them all day. Sometimes they go in, and if they do, it's, sometimes it's just bad luck. And in this case, it was. All in all, though, Forge have been very good, very organized, very disciplined defensively. And against a team like Calvary, that will come in handy because they do like to play on the front foot. It's it's interesting because sometimes we don't know what version of Calvary we're going to get. Last season, for example, uh, there were there were some surprises in the postseason, especially where Calvary decided to sit back and defend and play in a low block and then try to beat Forge on a, the counter, which is not something we were used to seeing from Calvary. They pulled it out of a hat in the playoffs to catch Forge off guard. Now, ultimately, Forge came out on top, but... Um, Calvary was very effective. Do they go back to that this match? After the first game of the year where they did play more on the front foot, do they go back to that style where they want to play a low block and then surprise you and capitalize on your mistakes and your turnovers? Um, I guess we'll have to see. But all we can do is kind of guess, make some educated guesses here. Three keys for Forge FC heading into this match against Calvary. Key number one, and this is so important it would go so, it would go so far for Forge FC. 
Key number one, early urgency. They've been knocking at the door so many times, especially in the first few minutes. I mean, they're doing everything right. Two, three minutes in, you're seeing a couple of high danger scoring opportunities already, but they're not resulting in goals as much as they should. An early goal would do wonders for Forge in so many ways. Confidence-wise, also, Forge can then get back to that. Because listen, no matter how experienced you are, I mean, you can translate this to almost any sport. No matter how, the most experienced athletes, it doesn't matter. Whether you're professional, amateur, when things are not going right, you cannot overcome those very human instincts that we just can't shut off sometimes, right? We can't control our brain sometimes. If things are not going your way, if you're struggling, if that, if you're not being clinical enough and you're finished and you're, you're knowing, you're noticing people like me talk about it every week. And, you know, the fans talk about it, the media talks about it, you know, for just, they're not, they're, they're, they're missing some little, that little extra quality in their finishing. Um, Players hear it. They know it. I'm sure the coaches are delivering the same message. You have to get out of your own head. If they can get an early strike and take that pressure off, you get the feeling that the floodgates might open. And we'll start seeing those two, three, four goal matches uh, that we saw out of Forge a lot last season. Early urgency. Get that early goal. And you, you, you check off multiple boxes when you do that. It helps with your confidence, yes. It helps you relax. Also, as the away team, you cannot ask for a better start to a match when you can score early, shut the crowd down. Now Cavalry's forced to attack and forge now. You can play patient. You can you can play organized. You can lean on that possession game. Early urgency is going to go a long way here. That's key number one for Forge FC. Key number two for Forge FC, we can't ignore. Fourth match in 11 days. So key number two, energy efficient. This is where not only that possession, that calm, fluid possession game that Forge plays, I mean, that helps because it takes a lot more energy to defend. So that's going to help. Play on the front foot, play with possession, and also... With Cavalry Forge, we've seen it so many times now with these two clubs. Cavalry, probably Forge's biggest rival. No, not probably. They are. I mean, they absolutely are. So a lot of extracurriculars, right? In between whistles, a little extra shove, a little extra push, a little extra trash talk. Um, some players going down a little too easy. Not to single anyone out, but if you've watched enough Cavalry, you probably know who I'm referring to. And you got to stay out of that. Preserve your energy. Your opponent is well-rested. They're at home. And if anything, there's more pressure on Calvary in this one. They're just on that playoff bubble. They need three points. I mean, Forge need it, but it's not a season-breaking loss if that happens. Calvary need this one. The pressure's on them. Let them exert their energy You've had enough. You've played enough in the last couple of weeks. No wasted movements, uh, extracurricular. Stay focused on the task at hand. Play in the moment. Keep level-headed. That's key number two, energy efficient. Key number three, and this is going to help with that energy, in their depth. 
This is why Bobby Smirniotis has constructed a lineup that is so deep, so versatile. He's used all five subs in all of his matches for Forge FC this season. It, you know, it's incredible. It, how many times this year have we seen Forge is making a substitution? Oh, oh, who's he putting on? Oh, I don't know. Taron Campbell, the all-time leading scorer in this league. Oh, I don't know. Tristan Borges is coming on, right? David Chouanier, two of these most prolific players this league has ever seen. Unbelievable depth. This is where it comes in handy when you're traveling, you're playing a lot of games in, in a short window, and use that depth. It's going to go a long way for Forge, especially late. If you're playing against a team with tired legs, and not only are you putting fresh legs on, you're putting legs on uh, that have been prolific in this league. So in their depth, key number three for Forge FC. There's That's it. There's nothing left to be said. Forge, Cavalry, the matchup almost speaks for itself. And it goes down on Saturday afternoon. And um, you can watch live. Don't forget, immediately following that match, we will have a live post-game show. Match and review. When you hear that whistle, head over to our YouTube channel, um, our Twitter, Facebook. We will be live delivering the match in review. And um, hopefully for Forge fans, we're talking about three more points for the boys in orange and gray. Okay, we'll talk to you then. Forge FC is prepared and now you are informed. This has been Match Day Preview with Anthony Urcioli on the Forge Audio Network. Subscribe on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.